Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, cats, cats. Tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. Rubbish! There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison, beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable, what an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, right. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you. It's the last day of August, August 31st, 2022. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call Roll here on Big X Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your hump day edition of KRC. Almost hump yesterday, the the wife asked, she was like, you're not doing your laundry today? I have laundry Wednesdays. It's a it's trademarked almost really? at my house. Every Wednesday, you can bet my laundry is going to be getting done. And I said, well, why would I be doing my laundry on a Tuesday? And she's like, oh, my gosh. She's taking off Friday to go to the Big X Golf Scramble. And she's like, I just, with it with my whole week being shifted, mm. I thought today was Wednesday. That's great. No, no, today is Wednesday. Well, and but some, it does feel like a Thursday. It, for some people, it feels like a Friday because we have college football tomorrow. I know. Sixteen and games, nine are on television. I think the best Thursday week one slate of all time. It's pretty great. It is great. Like yeah. I think you could make a case that two of the top five games of the weekend are on Thursday. If not two of the top five, definitely two of the top seven, I would say. Right, right. And those two that I have in mind, you're probably wondering, well, who are you talking about? Penn State-Purdue. Mm-hmm. That's going to be an awesome atmosphere. Yep. That's going to be a good game. And then, of course, the backyard brawl for the first time for like over Ages. a decade. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Pittsburgh uh, will host West Virginia, but it probably won't really feel like they're hosting. There will be a, a ton, ton of ton. WV, WV WVU fans in Pittsburgh. So that is tomorrow night, which is really exciting. So the week feels a little strange. It is Wednesday. The golf scrambles on Friday. Great football tomorrow. It kind of feels like we've hit hump day, you know, middle of the week. The downslope is going to be fast. Can't wait. Can't wait. I am, um, man, it's going to be a slow moving Friday. But, yeah, we're going to be on the golf scramble. It's going to be a weird dichotomy. There's going to be a lot of coffee. It's just it's gonna be a it's gonna be a roller coaster of emotions there for about forty eight hours as soon as that first kickoff happens around a little after eight o'clock. Uh, don't let Fox lie to you. Fox, they are the lyingest liars that ever lied. And I'm not talking about Laura Ingram. I'm talking about Urban Meyer. I'm talking about uh, whatever that guy's name is that hosts their studio show. I have no idea what his name is, but they say. Purdue, Penn State, kick off the season, 7 p.m. Eastern. The game's not start until 
They're just liars. They lie to you. Well, every station does that, and it's really annoying. World Cup is probably the guiltiest of the guilty of that. And it's on Fox. Match starts at noon. One fifteen is when the match yeah. starts. Yeah. And, like, at least, like, okay, I get ESPN, when they do it, they'll say 7.30. And, like, for the SEC Saturday Night SEC Network special, 7.30 is a 7.38 or 7.39 kickoff. Yeah. So, like, I can do a few minutes. Not an hour and 15 minutes. You liars. Well, You're always, lying. always best to double check. And then I can't believe Urban Meyer is going to be back on that show. Who, who wants Urban Meyer? Variety, when he is actually, like, analyzing and talking football and he's into it, he's amazing. He's got, like, a Dan Dockage quality to him where it's just like, all right, forget the person – Wow, you you do know what you're talking about, and it's fun to kind of get inside that brain of yours in a sports context, in a sports context. But he always looks so miserable. He looks like he'd rather be a million other places than what he's doing. Looks like he's just bothered to be even yes. asked sports he, questions. He it's cannot like you're stand on a show, it. you goober. I think Reggie and Brady do a good job. I, I enjoy when they're on that the college football Fox. What's it called? Kickoff. Big noon, noon game kick, day. Whatever it Big. is. I think the people I, I, around him do a solid job. He just seems so miserable all the time. I yeah. cannot believe they put him back on. Like, why are you making me come on TV today, Mom? You just don't like, do it, on. dude. Like, go, oh, you're, you're rich enough. You don't need to be on TV. You don't care about the spotlight anymore, I wouldn't think. Although. I was the, super surprised to see that. Almost had to, like, well, I didn't double check, but I was like, that cannot be right. He's going to come back and do it again? What makes me happy, though, is he's definitely going to have some segment this year where he talks about. Um, this team can't be successful because they're not buying in and being held accountable for their actions. Like something like really contradictory to how he is as a human. He, there's going to be like a fi- like a a two minute clip of him and like a graphic uh, where it just shows like needs accountability, and you know it'll be right next to his face. That'll be fun. Um, but I admittedly also am am not uh, I, I'm not turning on that show. During pregame, I'm I'm still a college game day guy, even though college game day isn't it doesn't have the same pop no, as it, it used to. College it's, game day is just as guilty for for different reasons. You got to stop bringing Lee Corso back. You just yeah, have to. It's I, time to say goodbye to him. Maybe have like a pre-recorded segment each show where he you know puts on a hat or has fun. It, it's just uncomfortable at this point. Yeah, and that and that's the best way to put it. Because the thing is, is it's not like. We're not trying to be mean, but it is when when they had him do a little hit last week. Oh, I mean he's he's like eighty nine years old. He just struggles to punch up his one or two lines. Like they've done a good job of kind of phasing him out, but I I do wonder have they they have to have talked about what's next, right? Supposedly, these are just like Twitter rumors that. They're not going to tell him he can't come back, and he keeps saying that he's coming back. And they're like, okay, okay, we'll make it work. We'll yeah, make it work. Right. And they they don't want to be mean. I understand that he is uh, he 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 holds a special place in the history of college football, and really from not not from his coaching days. Most yeah. I mean, that will be considered that will be included in his resumes and all that good stuff. But more so, what he's done for media coverage, college game day show. I am. By no means a barstool bro, but their Saturday morning show is probably the best of the bunch, which is crazy to think that that's the reality. But they just kind of stick to what I think most college football fans want, and that's college football content. Football, yeah. And, and I do like the good old college game day, heartstring, emotional story. 
But the Barstool Show does a better job of just, like, fun, goofy stories and talking about, like, silly nonsense that happens in college athletics and stuff along those lines. So, out of the three, my power rankings, the Barstool Saturday Morning Show, one. I'll go SEC Network's game Ooh, day, no, two. Nah, no, They got too many idiots on that. Ro- like, Roman Harper sucks at his job. He like there, There's too many people that the SEC Network pays yeah, that obviously don't do their homework. It is, you could say that about so many people in yeah, media. No, you're, it is, you're right. It is so wild. But, but, it's like, this is your job. You should want to be, well, like, doing research on these people. You, the, you should want to sound smart. The part that kills me, though, like, I okay, I get it if you, you've got, you hire Tebow to be a face. But, like, Roman Harper, you only cover 14 teams. Like, just know your stuff. It's not that difficult. Like, yeah. you're, you're not on TV a ton. Uh, the, I agree with that. The, the thing about game day that, I, like, I, I still – Want to hear Kirk Herbstreet's opinion on things? I agree. Like I like hearing from the Bear chiming in regularly. Uh, he he always brings it. David Pollock and Desmond Howard are just like, eh. like when, when Desmond Howard. Did you see his playoff prediction? Desmond Howard out. Did you see his playoff no. prediction? What was it? It had like Pitt. It had all teams that just don't go to the playoff. Yeah. And I get that you're probably trying to be fun and do something different, but the playoff is exclusive, right? It's not for teams like Pitt and. I, I, it was Pitt, Texas A and M, Baylor, and Michigan. I think. Yeah, like come on, those teams aren't all. Maybe one of those teams will go to the playoff, but not all four. Get the hell out of here, Desmond. Yeah, not not good, not good at all. Yeah, so then I I, I would put game day third, and then the Fox show probably fourth at this point. But those two interchangeable from week to week. And the reason I have SEC Network, you're right that the talent on there probably not as good as the talent on the other two shows behind it. But I, I do like how. You're going to hear a hell of a lot more about Kentucky That's on that true. show than you're going to hear on any other other ones. Like, and like it the, is a lot more centric to what matters to UK football. And, th- and they started bringing in like Kublik for bits too. And Kublik's he's, awesome. He's, he's it's only a matter great. of time before he'll be a staple on one of these shows. I'm sure. the The one that surprised me is that they had they didn't just pay Pat McAfee a bunch of money to come do game day full time because he is he would is the ideal personality to replace Corso to get the crowds fired up. You know what I mean? Like he is. Yeah. He's built for that, but I think they're just having him in for like five minute segments remotely. Where he just yells and bangs stuff again. And it's probably just to maybe they're just buying time. I don't know. I don't get it. But that 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 would make the most most sense to me. Yeah. I, I, I can it, see that. The other thing about game day two for me that I I like about it is I almost like that I don't have to pay a ton of attention to it. Like it's a very much a this is the thing that's on. While I'm getting ready for my game day, and then you kind of pop, your, po- like you hear something, and then you poke your head in the room. And they're like, "Wait, what'd they say?" Let me rewind real quick. Uh, that that's the kind of the charm of it. It's a it's it's more of a ritual than anything. But isn't that great though? Like we're we're so freaking close to it. Gosh. Like the Saturday mornings in the fall, you're getting ready. You probably have the windows open because it feels so good outside. How great great did it feel this morning. Yeah, it yeah. was amazing. <sighs> The issue is when I'm going to bed, it's like still 77 degrees outside, so, so I don't can't. really want to open the windows. Yeah. But like around four, it's like ah, perfect window opening weather. But of course, I'm sleeping at that time most of the time. But Hopefully. Yeah, I, th- there's just nothing better. And like you're right, people. A lot of people just don't sit down and make an appointment television. It's on in the background. So while we're doing our silly rankings for that, it, yeah, I end up not watching probably more than just 20, 30 minutes a, a show if even that as i'm running around doing this that or the other but it's here folks we're we're we've made it it's college football season and some big time games tomorrow the cats on saturday we got more 
talking about Miami of Ohio. We heard from Miami of Ohio's coach earlier this week. and Old Chuck. We've got plenty uh, to, to get to on the game. And what other other nonsense you've got on the show for us today? On the Thornton's text line. Pop in a Thornton's. I went today. Don't you think this banana is just like the perfect banana? Uh, nope. Nope. Sorry. I like love our friends at Thornton's. I like my bananas a little bit riper. I don't like any brown spots. You don't? No, you got to have a little brown spot. That's when you know it's at its best. I like them a little green spots. I'm more no. of a firm banana guy. You're eating. You're not. You're eating unripe bananas. Yep. That's how I roll. TJ, how much you want for it? <laughs> Six dollars. I woke up starving today. I I've got an apple and a banana. Do you really want one? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I'm hungry. Okay. Well, uh, we'll I don't be happy eat, to help. I don't eat fruit friend. all that often, but yeah, maybe this will be good for you. <laughs> banana a day keeps the doctor away. That's what they always say. Yep. Scoots, how are you? I'm good. Nice and nice and ready for today's show. Not so much work today, but that's life. Oh, you're at the bar tonight. I'm at the bar tonight. I'd, everybody go see Justin at the bar tonight. I would go if it wasn't such a big TV night. I mean, Wednesdays can, are I, like the I, top TV night. I open at five though. You can come at five. I'll I'll even open. Ooh, I'll even open early for you wow. if you want to swing by at like four thirty. Little happy hour. Yeah. Oh, I actually may do that then. Okay, okay. I'll be there. Do you want food? Yeah, but I'm not cooking you anything. <laughs> <laughs> what if I wanted to order food? I'm just not doing it. I hate it. What? Wait. So you cook? Yeah. Wait. We did. I cook burgers. You cook. Grilled, you grilled clean? chicken sandwiches. Let me show you how I got this. Tenders. Room. Pizza. What? Whoa. Yeah. yeah. You're definitely making me some din din tonight. <laughs> I'm starving. Yeah, that's what it is. He's trading you a banana for dinner tonight. You need to have a sign in the bar that just just says Scoots Place, and it's your bar. Uh, no. No. It sounds like you run the whole thing. I don't, I don't want people in my. Do you normal. have a towel over your shoulder? Oh, you uh, have gotta bad. get a towel. Over How your shoulder. can you be a barkeep without a towel over uh-huh. your shoulder? I have got a plethora of towels surrounding me at all times. I've then put, put two over your shoulder at that point. No, well, if, if I put them on my shoulder, I move too fast and work too hard. They fall off. <laughs> all right. So, what does the chef recommend for din din tonight? Uh, if you're really gonna eat, please make it something easy. Ten- the tenders are pretty good. What do you think the hardest? Th- I'm not gonna get the hardest. Th- I'm not. I'm, 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 there's a decent chance I don't even come. And wow. uh, a highly significant chance I don't eat food, just to be real talk with, with TJT. <laughs> what do you, what do you, what's the hardest thing to make? I mean, none of it's really all that hard, but I do not enjoy the people that order like grilled chicken Caesar salads. Because you, you judge their health? No, I just have to cook the chicken. And I don't, I'm not a big, I don't like cooking chicken. Why? I'll cook a burger all day. Grilling chicken? Yeah. It's it's on like a little skillet. On a scale of Rick Bozich to roosters, how much seasoning do you put on your wings? Um, On your chicken? Probably closer to roosters. (laughs) Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. I'm pretty generous with my seasoning. I use like this garlic herb seasoning. Oh, it's so good. But that's so weird to me, though. Then he just comes home and he makes a bag of chips for dinner. <laughs> no, like you would think. No, the, especially the gas at, stations make it for me. Especially <laughs> while you're at the like, like that would just be something I would just cook a second one while I'm at. While oh yeah, I'm cooking, oh, you oh, know what I mean. I mean, like, I, make I'd, another salad, just take it home with you, and be I'll, like, boom. This I'll be do awesome. the thing where people get an order of chicken tenders and it only comes with four, and I'll make six. Yeah, absolutely. Or like mozzarella sticks comes. With you six, have mozzarella. I'll be getting mozzarella sticks. Those are the easiest. So thank you. Just you. drop. You drop the frozen bad boys in the fryer. Thank you. Or did you get compliments on them? Oh yeah, yeah, they're good. Good, good, good. Well, I'm excited. Yes. 
Go see old Scoots at Scoots Place at the bar. See you in three weeks. What does, what's that mean? means you're not going to come tonight. Oh. Well, I know you. That, okay, well, let's slow your roll first and <laughs> foremost. Secondly, I didn't know that I, I didn't know that it was like a four thirty five sort of deal. That makes it maybe a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, if people are are wanting to drink before five o'clock, I am always more than willing to open because I'm there. And what time do you get there? Uh, noon. Oh, all right. Well, I'm thinking about drinking at noon. Oh, well, come on. <laughs> You'd open it at noon, sure. Anything to get the bar sales. Uh, what a good attitude. Uh, that's, that's they, they want me to get $3 a room per night, so I might as well start at noon. How many rooms are there? 104. 104 times 3, carry the 1, and, or $312? If we're sold out, that's what they want. Yeah. Wow. But tonight's going to be, I think tonight's a slow night. Never say never. Never KRC say never. KRC audience, let's pack the place. Come on. Now, we'll see everybody on Friday at Elk Run. Going to be a great time for the first annual Big X Kickoff Scramble Classic. It's going to be an every year sort of deal. So we're going to start it off on the right note there on Friday. And we are pumped to see everybody. Weather's looking good. Mm -hmm. Probably going to be a little warm, but we'll be getting out in the morning, so it'll be nice. And we let them know what hole we want to start on. Ooh. You're going to or I need to let them? Have we let them know? No. You need to. And also, Scoots, you need to let me know um, how... How much do we think Indiana is going to lose? Like, are, are we feeling are we feeling confident in a loss Friday night against the Fighting Illini? Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Two, they're Hoosiers actually favorite, favorite? Yeah. at home, yeah. two and a half point favorites. I, I think I, I might li- have to money line. Them. I like that plus money Illini. Well, Brett Bimala Belima is going to get you. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. I mean, it's the only reason Indiana's favorite at all is because they're at home. And and a home crowd at Indiana means nothing because there's going to be like eight thousand people there. They, they uh, Indiana, excuse me, Illinois is plus two and a half, plus one hundred juice. It's only plus one thirty money line though. Hmm. So I feel like you might as well just take the points, mm-hmm. right? You might as well alternate spread it and do it like minus one. I'm so yeah. worried. Get a little more juice. I was so worried about making sure we could get over to the studio to do a show this week because I wanted to place my bets, but then I just completely forgot we'll be in Indiana. For Friday. hours on hours yeah. on hours on Friday. So I already all, have a Purdue money line I can uh, always, wager in. I can, Big oh, old yeah, suck at the Penn point. State. I'll get my Thursday bets. Yeah. That's a hot bet right now. Everybody's wanting Purdue. Actually, uh, well, you might be hearing that colloquially, but the money is has been on Penn State hmm. um, as a small favorite. That That's where the majority of the public is, and that's where I love to be. Absolutely love it. Great spot. Uh People aren't fans of James Franklin, um, and in particular, uh, one Uncle Jeff, not a big James Franklin guy. Uh, this is a good spot for him. Isn't it at Purdue, though? Or Penn yeah. State, though? No, it's at no. Purdue. At Purdue? Oh, Sell, okay. Sellout. Gotcha. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be a, a, be a, a wild atmosphere. Scoots, i got to ask you this while we're just kind of touching all the bases here to start sure. this morning's show. We'll get into UK topics and segment and, and segment number two. Have you released a statement on the newest additions to the live? I have not. Do you know no. who they are? Uh, was it Cam Smith? Yeah, and that one had kind of leaked. Um, Lahiri. Just tell me. Who's Lahiri? Adabon Ad- 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 Lahiri. You know him. I, 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 I mean, he's always at the bottom of the Varner? Score, scoreboards. Ooh, HV3? He's oh, gone. yeah, Varner. Wow. His, statement, his statement was really good, though. What? I like money? Basically. Yeah, I mean, it was good for him. basically, yeah, he can't pass it up because of his his family will be set up for years. Yeah, I mean, that's why everybody's doing it. 
just other people, I guess, express. Here's my thing, Don't though. Don't just say, I'm doing it for the money. Yeah. They're, well, no, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with that. I would rather them say I'm doing it for the money yeah. instead of like some he, other. He, he said that, and then he kind of laid out like why he's doing it for yeah. the money. And I'm, I, I'm okay with anybody's reasoning or rationale for doing the, this. The only thing, though, is the Live is now forced to change the way they run tournaments. There's, they got, what, shotgun starts, 48 guys. They have over 100 now. How, how long is it going to be until those guys come crawling back to the PGA because they're never getting to play on the Live? You know, who like a bunch of the bottom? Yeah, folks? I mean, there's there's yeah, gonna if they're undoubtedly be money. They're not gonna care. Well, I mean, don't you want to play in the tournaments? If you're getting that like much you're money. going from not playing to so you're getting paid to not play golf. That's stupid. Yeah, I mean, they're gonna, there's going to be a lot of guys that are really ticked off unless the live changes the way they run their tournaments. I don't think I don't think they're going to care. I think they're going to just say that will cause the league to fold then. I, the only thing that's going to cause the league to fold is if they run out of money. Which uh, don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. I, I also don't think that. But on the flip side, it's also like, well, if you don't start turning some profits, aren't you just going to like, aren't you just bleeding money? And at some point, the people that are backing it are going to say, "Yeah, this was a fun experiment, but I'd rather not continue to lose a hundred million dollars per year." Like, not that they couldn't probably continue to do it further, but they may just say, "Yeah, this was a fun try." But I don't know. I, I have no idea how it's going to all unfold. I don't know in five years what we're talking about with Liv and PGA. I don't know what we're talking about in ten years with Liv and PGA. Liv is folded in five years. Wow. Hot, hot take. take. That is a hot take. I, I bet it's still around in five years. And then you got to ask yourself, what if it just – what if enough people are like, sorry, the money's just too good, to the point where the Liv lineup is just night and day better than the PGA. PGA will have the tournaments and it'll have the courses and it'll have the coverage. But if it doesn't have the golfers, they're going to be in trouble. I mean, it's that's already like that a little bit. I have less interest in watching PGA now because there's a lot of guys that I've liked gone to the live. I don't know. It was and now Cam Smith gone. Like, pretty fun to sucks. watch them just choke. Scotty Scheffler, what are you doing, Scotty? Seriously, what are you doing, Scotty? That was. This, did you watch Sunday, Scoots? I uh, watched a little bit oh of it. God. Not I mean, too much. He had a, so the way they do the the handicapping for the tour championship too is kind of like he had ten more strokes than JT Poston to start on Monday or on Thursday, right? Like they they kind of stagger the mm-hmm. top ten where he had two fewer strokes than second place, and I th- want to say he was up what four or five and then just completely blew it. Rory came storming back again. Yeah, I'm not sure if I do remember, but it was yeah another yeah. epic collapse where all you have to do is play average golf. And I think he shot four over on on Sunday. One of two uh, golfers in in a uh, over par. Yeah, I think he <laughs> had. So I, bad. I think he had the worst or second to worst day altogether. And there he was competing for a championship. The live will be in Boston this weekend. Boston, the, Massachusetts. Oh, Boston, Texas. The internet. The Boston, Massachusetts, which down by the Haba. Twenty million dollar purse. Woo! A lot of money. And then they have three more. Of, and that, this is where I think it's going to be interesting for the Live. Now that the PGA is kind of winded down, you're going to get a tournament this weekend. Two weeks later, middle of September, they're going to be in Chicago, the Live that is. And then in October, they've got three dates. They're going to, they're going to try to, to get some golf eyeballs in the fall when they're not as much competition. Which is smart. Is it, though? I mean, you've got so many things to compete with. It's just, I mean, it's just crazy money. The, the next four tournaments... 
$20 million purses for each one. And then the final one that they have scheduled, at least, that I'm looking at this on ESPN, is in Miami for $30 million. It just insane. Like, I don't know how people are saying no to it. I'm more surprised by people saying no to it. So much money. Mm. There's your golf live update. Think about all the money you could use to gamble on college football, too. Oh, yeah. My goodness. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to get a a big uh, money line underdog parlay. I'm I'm just I'm just staring at the board of this whole show, people. I'm sorry. Like I, I just I, there's so many games. We've there's just so many games. I, I'm so happy. And I so is Syracuse going to be on the board? I, I think I'm, Louisville's going to cover that. There's part of me though that like wouldn't it be hilarious if they just lost their first game and then they were terrible all season? Uh, I could see that happening. Yeah. I, I honestly will. I do this every year with Louisville. I, I don't think they're great, but I just I, you consume so much U of L media content that you're like, okay, they should be probably solid, and they do own Syracuse. They have beaten yeah. Syracuse like a drum. What Kentucky has done to Louisville, Louisville does on to Syracuse, paying it forward. That being said, is Syracuse due? Syracuse has had all summer to to let that the current state of that series stew. Syracuse does have one of the better running backs in the country. And Louisville, while healthier on defense, we still just don't know who Malik Cunningham is going to throw the ball to. The last But I do think they'll cover that. So Louisville's won it's it's kind of like the South Carolina Kentucky series. They've won seven of eight. Before this run started, do you know who was coaching Syracuse when they won this game over Charlie Strong in 2012? Oh, no, I've got no idea. Doug Marone. Whoa, that's a a name. Completely forgot that he coached Syracuse. And when I say completely forgot, had no idea he coached Syracuse at one point before he ended up coaching the Jags. Yep. Yeah, and then then Alabama, and now he's – I think he's still at Alabama. No, he moved back to the NFL. Um, But – I. 25 and 25 at Syracuse. When we were we were doing our season predictions win show uh, over at KSR the other night, and we were talking about like trying to look ahead to the Louisville game and pr- trying to forecast what that game will be. I just have no idea what to expect from Louisville at at you know in November. Like what what is this team in November? Because. Really, I think it would be a very good game if Kentucky and Louisville – I don't want to say very good game, but Louisville would put up a really good fight in week one. But the thing about Louisville, every time they've played Kentucky under Sat, they just quit. Like, they just quit halfway through the game. You like you physically see their body language. The defense is just like, all right, I, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And they just give up. And I don't – I like, are they going to be are – they, are they still going to be bought into Scott Satterfield in November? They've got a tough little schedule leading up to it. S- similar to, I mean, Kentucky doesn't get their FCS Poop State team before. They have to play Georgia. So that's a different element to it. But I just, I I have no idea what to expect from Louisville three months from now. Because we've grown accustomed to Kentucky just doing whatever they want. But that's also, like TJ, through our lives, you, you win three or four in a row, then the other team wins three or four in a row. Then, the, you know, it kind of flips back and forth. Mm-hmm. And you've had enough years to where, Momentum should start going the other way, but there's nothing to there's no nothing to, that indicates it's going to happen right away. 
Yeah, I, I, I still think Kentucky's going to smash Louisville in November, and, and I think what Louisville looks like in November, you could ask just the same what they're going to look like on Saturday. I, I think it's the worst wide receiver room Louisville football has had in our lifetime. I know they had some horrible, horrible teams in the 90s that I don't remember, but at least since, like, the Ragone like 98, days. Like 98, yeah. like uh, Chris Redman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Redman. go to the Redmond days. Yeah. And from that on, this is easily their worst wide receiver room that they've ever had. I actually think it's probably the best offensive line Satterfield's had. It's definitely the best running back room that they've had. Oh, it's hilarious. Quarterback. They're going to have Cunningham, who accounts for all their offense and just not not let him do his thing because they can't. They can't throw it. <laughs> I, and I still think up front defensively it's not too great. I, I think their linebackers are solid. they got that one decent second, rusher. Their secondary I don't think is all that great A- either. Abdullah? Yeah. Uh, uh, Montgomery's back, right? He's a, Ma- Monty and, Montgomery. And Momo Sonogo, the Ole Miss transfer, who, you know, he played against Kentucky a couple years ago. He was a big-time recruit. So, like, you would think that – I just think if somebody's transferring from Ole Miss to Louisville, it's probably because that's what they figured was yeah. the best spot that it, they could get to. Isn't it, isn't it weird, TJ, how this – it feels like an early Stoops team where you're like, well, they've got some nice pieces here and there. You got some depth concerns. If somebody gets hurt or somebody, goes yeah, down. you're screwed. But yeah. you have you have a couple players that really like that are all right. This is a really good guy at this position, but there's nobody behind him, and there's maybe one other guy around him. Really disappointed they hung on to Popeye Williams because I think that guy is going to be good in time. Uh, how much you see of him as a freshman? You probably don't want to see a ton of them, but you probably will because Louisville's depth issues. So. I enjoyed the conversation that Trevor and Mike Rutherford were having about him yesterday, and they were like, "Well, ideally, you'd want him to redshirt." I'm like, "No, ideally, he's so good that he has to play. Like, that's you need him to be good because he is going to be your best defensive player next year. You have nobody next year. I guess all I, of your players are leaving. I get what they're saying, but that's if you're like a loaded team. Yeah, and that's actually a good point. Shouldn't you want every freshman just to be so good that you can? Kentucky's only like, seven of them. Like, who cares if they're freshmen or not freshmen? I want you to be so good that we can't not play you well, you know and, 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 the, and the other part of it too is transfer portal i mean we've seen that completely eliminate red shirting in basketball it's just what i do tiero is going to be the one that kentucky does in 10 years right like yeah. people move on so much red shirting uh, it, it really only matters at like offensive line uh, elsewhere like if they're good again, enough to play know, they're good Keont- enough to play. Keont- we're very excited about keontae goodwin it seems like he's close to being ready. If he was ready, I'd be all for him going out there and playing. Yeah, you, that's a good. That's a good point. I I, I kind of had the mindset of like, yeah, you want to have a healthy program and you want it to be upperclassmen and the people work up there to get there. That can work, but generally, that reason that works is because the seniors and juniors are physically developed and stronger and just better than the freshmen, and that's the way it works. But if you get a freak freshman that can go in there and do things, then hell yeah, your your team's going to be better because of that. Yeah, like Trevin Wallace. What good would it have him to retain his redshirt season? Nothing. No. No, especially nothing with at the all. new redshirt rules and whatnot. Right. Yeah, they make so, it even more flexible. I think if you, in an ideal world when it comes to redshirting things, because we're going we're to see this play out this year, you, you half of them play all the games, half of them redshirt sort of deal. Like Kobe Albert, Jacoby Albert, was a four-star guy last year where he has the skills, but you're like, eh, let's see what these four games can do. Like it might be worth just you know if we're deep enough, but who knows injury situations. That is the 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 nice part about the the four games is you can you can kind of play around with it, change things up. Mm-hmm. I think they did that with Quill Saunders last year. Now he's going to be playing quite a bit of football for him this fall. Hmm. But man, I'm just so fired up to watch people play. 
games. Yeah, Saturday night should be a good time. Uh, we got a lot of fun stuff to go until then. Long first segment, flying by. Just the whole so show will always does. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call. We're going to talk oh, some UK football when we return here on Big Expert Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Like it, they, they don't do a good job keeping the crowd engaged, and that's something that I've always been somewhat envious of at, for, for people at Don't Call Me Papa John's Cardinal Stadium, is their timeouts are just like party. They do a good job of making it a social atmosphere with football games going on. They didn't show like any other games going on at Kroger Field. We had no idea what was going on around the country. Oh, they don't. They never their, show the their score like ribbon board. Yeah. We talked about it last week. Is as slow. Like we we are getting bowl updates on the ribbon board from from the games from last year. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 961 FM, 1450 AM. By the way, the live $20 million is the entire purse. I think the winner gets like, I don't remember what Probably it was. Probably 10 or 12. Yeah. Then, yeah. So so that I needed to clarify that. But still, insane purse just for like a random Boston tournament. Welcome back. It's Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Hump day edition of the show. I missed out on Taco Tuesday yesterday. Mm. But, Scooch, what if I just bring you some salsaritas and then I cook for you? Perfect. Oh, perfect. cook for us. Yeah, that's the best plan. You're not too far from that Middletown location. I'm not. Oh, I guess you could swing by the golf store and get those things for sure. Uh... I don't know where it's at. Sorry. It's right there. Hard middle. No, I really, I can't. I mean, I work all day. You They're not going to be open at 10. Break. You get a lunch break. They'll no, be open at 10. I don't get a what lunch break. What time do you break. think they open? They're uh, no, business, 10, they're... 10 p.m. Yeah. Well, they'll be open at 1130 on your way in. That's true. But then I got to go in early and I don't really want to do all that. Yeah, God forbid one of you two, you know, help out with this golf scramble at all. I was actually going to ask you yesterday if there was anything we needed to do. But for, then you just decided anything. not to. Well, I mean, other than that. is there? Yeah, other than just <laughs> living right. Yeah, you work right by where. It's an inconvenience. I'll, I'll, I, I don't have I time. really don't mind swinging and picking it up. But that intern Jacob has really helped out in this yeah, golf scramble. He has. Some would say he's number two in the helping of golf scramble power rankings here. In maybe terms put of him one. This, well, definitely not one. Uh, <laughs> that would be me. I'm number one. I'm number one. But he has donated a foursome to Oldham County Country Club. He's got some stuff from Golf Galaxy coming in. His golf hookups have come in clutch, and we're very appreciative of intern Jacob. Uh, and we miss the little guy. Mm-hmm. We miss him. Yeah. Friday would be the first time I've seen him since he left. Which has only been like a couple weeks. Same. But, uh, Roush is the only lucky one. Yeah, Roush went and boozed with him. Hit Man, the that, that, that was an experience. Just thinking about it in hindsight, the the eagerness of intern Jacob. <laughs> did he do his little weasel laugh? I don't remember if he did or not. He's just, like he's just very uh, excitable, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's just, I think he's wide-eyed, bright lights. It's yeah. cool. It's yeah. 21. Not, you all remember being 21. I do. Also it, was very happy that he is is at that point in his life where he can just drop of a hat, like, oh, I'm boozing tonight? Like, okay. Well, you should, <laughs> what be, you what? should be doing that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's like it's such a fun time in life. 
It is. Like, well, didn't think I was going to booze tonight, and here I am. He, he was quick quickly. on the trigger for that. Oh, so <laughs> we're, great. We're at, Ralph. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's well, go. Well, I mean, let's... To, be, to, to be fair, it to was be a, fair. It was a Wednesday like, in the summer before He's a college started. student. His guy, a guy that he kind of worked for, interned for, is in town drinking. Yeah, of course you're going to try to make that that happen if you get the opportunity to do that. So he has helped out big time. We're going to have a lot of fun prizes and little contests and raffles and whatnot for folks at the Big X kickoff scramble on Friday at Elk Run. Shotgun start, 9 o'clock. We'll be doing the show out there. And Trevor Kelsey, he's pumped. He is. He was like, I felt like a little under the weather yesterday, and I am not going to let anything stop me from getting there Friday. So I'm already taking medicine. I'm already cutting back on vices. That's a big thing for him. So he'll be out there riding around on carts. He's going to be the ranger. Just make sure nobody's cheating. He went to bed at like 8 o'clock last night. P.M. or A.M.? P.M. Whoa. He texted me. He was like, yeah, I'm going to go home, take some cold medicine, and go to sleep, so I'll be ready for Friday. I was like, Trevor, that's three days away. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Might be getting into a normal sleep schedule. How about that? No, my my brain has gone a different direction with this. I think he's laying down the seeds to not show up on Friday. Oh, By telling everybody how much he wanted to be there. But he's already like, well, I was feeling sick on a Wednesday or Tuesday. I don't, he's like, I feel fine, but I just felt like something was coming on. So I was taking every precaution I could to be ready. Sorry, I've got to miss. We'll keep an eye on that, Scoots. I didn't know he was texting that to everybody and their mother. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is how you can text. Not our mothers, but our Thornton's text line. We love to hear from you on the Thornton's text line. We were talking gambling during the break, and wait. Oh, <laughs> just sorry. You sometimes you see a tweet and it's like. It, it really catches all of your attention. More than 500 light poles on interstates in Louisville are dark because of copper metal thieves. <laughs> copper nice. metal thieves are insane. Yeah. They like know exactly what they're doing. They do it and they just they move on. They're, it is usually involved with electricity or something so it's very dangerous. My buddy, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> My buddy's house in the Highlands, you know, a bunch of old copper pipes in there. They just stripped all the copper piping in the house. They were on vacation, so it was like somebody that they knew had come in. All the copper pipes, all of them. It was just wow. like what you could have taken. You could have taken credit cards, jewelry, furniture. You could have taken any of this stuff. Just but give me nope. a copper. And I guess the copper is just so much e- you can't really trace back. It's easy to unload. Yeah. 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 That's wild. That's wild about the city of Louisville. Five hundred light poles on interstates are dark. Huh. Anyways. We were talking gambling during the break. The UK line continues to move in Miami of Ohio's direction. I've gone back and forth on it myself, Roush. And the reason that, back when it was like 21, the reason I thought, all right, I may put some money on Miami of Ohio here. Stoops generally doesn't run up the score against MAC teams. Early Mm -hmm. in the season, he doesn't generally like to show too much. But the more I read about Miami, they're just, they're so much smaller than Kentucky. Their coach made it a point. I think he said, "Will Levis is bigger than everybody but our nose guard." (laughs) And I don't think that I think that's pretty close to true. Yeah, I don't think it's exaggerated a little bit, but I think it's pretty close to true. Like they are tiny, which that doesn't. Kentucky struggled against much smaller teams. There's been what was that UT Chattanooga that was kind of like. What team played Kentucky entirely too close? Yeah, it was UT Chattanooga, and they got the guy drafted by the Patriots in the first round, and people were like, "Who?" Yeah. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, again, I see the reason why money's coming in on Miami. And then Chris Rodriguez isn't playing. That one doesn't bother me at all. I don't think UK score against 
Miami, Ohio is going to be any different one way or another if Chris Rodriguez is playing or not playing. They've got other running backs that are going to be able to find the holes and do that stuff. You want Chris Rodriguez to punish other defenses, SEC defenses, that aren't used to running backs hitting them the way that they are. The way that Smoke and Jefferson are going to run, that's still going to be uh, shocking probably to Miami of Ohio, especially with UK's offensive line opening up the holes. So where I stand right now is I, I love Kentucky to cover, Ralph. So here here is a part of the equation that I I use I, I used it a lot when I first started my sports gambling adventures, but I've since Vegas has picked up on it. Bill Connolly's SP plus um, he he's released his projections for this opening week, and here's the. It's not the end-all, be-all, but I like to use it as a barometer, saying, like, okay, here's a big difference in the the Vegas line versus this spread projection. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to roll a bill. You rarely get this, but right now, he's got Kentucky winning by 24 points. I mean, that's a, that's a seven-point difference yeah. in what the spread is. That feels like an autoplay. Like, even if I wasn't... Just overly confident in the cats. That feels like an autoplay. I understand some hesitancy because there are so many new pieces to the offense. Um, you know, if you with Kenneth Horsey uh, out, the only person that's going to be starting in the same spot they started out last year is Will Levis. So, <laughs> you know, they're, they're, yeah, that's it's it's very bizarre. We uh, say that out loud. Yeah, because uh, there's a lot of transfer mm-hmm. portal vets, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But so there, there's reasons to be hesitant. Um, but uh, Lucky was also tweeting out spread numbers yesterday, like some of those spread fun facts. Yes. Do you do you like those trends? I I, I can share some in just a moment. Do you do you do you share ever some, share? Some, yeah, I, I mean, I, I I would need to more specifics. But yes, I love anything that just kind of like Miami Ohio is three and seven against the spread and zero and ten straight up in their last ten games as a double digit dog. Oh. So like, that's a trend now. Um, Kentucky is one in six against the spread in the last seven home openers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Something's got to give. They are also six three and one against the spread and ten and zero straight up in their last ten games as a favorite. I'll hmm. take sixty percent. Yeah, that's pretty good. I just, I, I think I'm excited to see Miami's offense go against UK's defense. I think it's a good opening game for the secondary. They're Miami's going to sling it around, Roush. I think their quarterback's solid from everything that I've read. I just don't know how UK is not going to continually move the chains if they just want to do that. Now, maybe UK will try different things, want Rich Scangarello to see what works, doesn't work. So they, I, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out ways how UK doesn't cover 16. I'm having a tough time. Well, the the good thing is, is Kentucky's got a big play offense. I think the, the worry, the, the part where you would worry about, the 16 is a backdoor cover where Miami is still because they're they're a big play offense as well. That that's how they work. Kentucky does a great job taking them those away until maybe you get further down the depth chart and you start playing some young guys in the secondary late in the second half. Here's so, my thing. I, that's my that's my biggest worry is just backdoor cover. Backdoor covers are always backdoor a, covers are nightmares. Backdoor cover season. I said earlier this week when it kept dropping that if Kentucky got to 17, I thought that got a little juicy. Then you had the C-Rod news come out, and it went down to 16. My thing is, 16 doesn't make sense for a football number. It's either 14 or 17. Oh, 
that's that's where I'm at. So him and, I mean, him and Spears were doing this can, the other, the no, other day about the how do no. you get to 36 points? Football scores are weird; they happen all the time. No, we that was just talking about how to get to the running. I know clock we get, right, football. but it's still football. Weird football scores happen all the time. If I'm a better, I love that because I you can win by 17 and cover. Yeah, like, no, that's, that's what that's what I'm. That is the exact point I'm making. If Kentucky right. wins, they're going to win by at least 17. This this line just makes zero sense to me. And who's to say it's not going to keep going down potentially? That's that, true. that you know, would be if, wild. If you get that number at 14, then I'm unloading. I'm yeah, probably putting the house on it. Again, we have made fools of ourselves time and time again on this radio show, feeling Gosh, great about a game or an opponent. It, I hate that we're all. <laughs> but I, I just I I don't know how the size factor doesn't make this just a like 27 to three at halftime, and then what happens from that? Kentucky could determine. But again, Stoops generally pretty conservative week one. So if that wants to if that wants to be your red flag to kind of stay away, you've got some reasoning there. Right, right. Florida week two, you don't want to show everything you got. I always like the opposite of that. Week one, you should be trying to beat Miami of Ohio by seventy points. Give Florida so much to worry about and like so much <laughs> yeah, of like this, yeah. that, and the other. Stoops goes a different direction with that stuff. And, and that's the funny thing too, is that like except the Louisville game. Except against yeah. Louisville, Stoops is just like, unload. Just unload. <laughs> and maybe it's because it's the end of the season, so it's like, what else is out there that team, the bowl team's not going to already know or know that we have? Well, but there's but also, they just unload against Louisville. The, the other part is, too, is Stoops takes – he does put his foot off the gas, but the backups all score. Lavelle Wright, like, remember Smoke got his first touchdown as, like, a true freshman against Louisville? Yeah. Like, all the all the guys at the bottom of the depth chart are still scoring yeah. against Louisville. It's hilarious. I'd love to see UK's margin of victory over the last five years against out-of-conference opponents and then against Louisville. Because <laughs> don't you think the Louisville it's, one probably be greater? Y- yeah. Yeah, but, I mean. That'd be a fun we tweet talked about to, like, the really, you know, twist oh, a knife yeah. into those trolls. I mean, you remember, too, like, the Eastern Michigan game a few years ago where Kentucky needed a late pick to kind of seal the win? Yeah, Doreen Baker, the touchdown maker on the uh, two-point conversion. That was EKU. Oh, Eastern I you Michigan. Said EKU. Sorry, Eastern my Michigan. Yeah. Apologies. Yeah, it's, it's yes, 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 I do remember yeah. that one as well. Yeah. Oh, that one was there, frustrating. There's a lot where you just you end up sweating out more uh-huh. than you think. And that actually could end up being Northern Illinois uh, just from, like, a – the highs and lows, the, the peaks and lows, personnel, and just where it fits in the schedule. Yeah, it, it, you you get into your that's your third out of conference team in a month, and you're just kind of I want to go beat up on Shane Beamer in South Carolina. I always have a theory that like though Stoops has a soft spot in his heart for MAC teams, especially MAC teams in Ohio, where he's not going to want to embarrass them. So like Cats could win twenty seven to ten, and he just. You know, home, happy. I'm happy. Let's yeah. go on and move yeah. on. I do think that that plays a role where he's just, I, you know, the I'm I've been from that part of the state, and I've been at that part of the football packing order, and it's tough grinding. I don't want to embarrass nobody out there. <laughs> this is actually it's, right. Like it's, he, it's would, not. Yeah, that, you that's could totally see him saying, yeah. saying something like that. He's not saying it. He certainly doors, feels it. Right, sure. Right. That being said, stoops. Let's cover that spread. Yeah, let's cover. So is he one win away from tying, or he'll tie, he'll tie it with a win, and then can break it with a break win. Break it over in the Florida. swamp, and if he doesn't break it in the swamp, it'll be against his hometown school, Youngstown State. So either way, yeah. it'll be some fun. Is that uh, wins for a Kentucky coach. Most yes. wins as a Kentucky football head coach ever. Which, if you would have told me back in thirteen that Stoops would be have, he will finish UK is the <laughs> That's most. Crazy. I'd be like, man, he's going to be here for twenty five years. That's nuts. <laughs> But he did it in like ten, and you can make a case with the COVID year probably took him longer than it should have. And and, and the thing is too is that is um, 
as we get more into the nitty gritty of the season, you you get caught up in the moment, and and Stoops is never one to relish in his success either. But it is freaking awesome that we're in a time where Kentucky football is really good because we just mm-hmm. it's it's not. I mean, in our stupid predictions, we n- nobody had a prediction worse than nine and three. Yeah, I wanted like, to, I have that written down to talk like, about. What that is. That's good. That is such a fun. It's such a fun time to be a football fan, and I know somebody brings it up on the Thornton's text on every time when they talk about which loss hurts more. Like every football loss hurts now. It's it's we're not at oh, the yeah. point where like well they lost to Florida again. It's kind of what you expect. You, no, every loss sucks. Mm-hmm. That, that's a good spot to be as a football fan. And you go into every game thinking you have a chance to win. Oh man, really, really entertaining. Woo. A lot of fun and. Stoops, 59 and 53, 4 and 2. Did Kirby win SEC Coach of the Year last year? Uh, yes, I believe so. Suck it. Stoops yeah. won it in 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget Kirby. UK scored that last touchdown against you, and there's nothing mm, that nothing you can, you can do, do about, about it. it. Sure, you went on to win the national championship and had the best season in Georgia football history, but guess who scored that last touchdown? Kentucky. Earned that last the touchdown. The Cates. And you had. The Cats beating Georgia or losing? I had beat him Georgia this year. Yeah. yeah. You had 10-2 and two yeah. with back-to-back losses, Mississippi State and Tennessee, which I could I could see both those. Mississippi State's going to be tough. That's going to be a big game. So, yeah, that's going to be a, a big game. Um, it, even a, even a, though the home team is held serve, Mississippi State, they, their, de- their defense is really good this year too, which adds another wrinkle to things. Not only is it weird, but they've got they've got good talented players back. I could fi- see them finishing second in the West. They're they're gonna they're a good team. Um, and, have, and a, have a wedding that night. The other oh god, no, no. the the other uh, part of this equation. And I could be having a baby that night too. The <laughs> the other part of this equation is which by the way, shout out to my buddy Sam, uh, and then my, who had a baby last night, and my other friend Sam, who's going to have a baby today. Sam. Sam's. Having big Sam's. Sex all over the place. Where do you go, Sam? S- South and Sam's. South big, and Sam's. Big, big time for babies. Something about last December, I guess. The 21st <laughs> night of December. <laughs> Christmas Eve party. Um, <laughs> Santa wasn't the only one coming down the chimney. Okay. Oh, hey. Uh, back to my original thought was that Kentucky has lost back to back games in each of their 10 win seasons. Yeah, you you kind of get you lost to Georgia, then you had that huge fart in the wind down in Elon Stadium in Knoxville mm. last year. You lost three in a row. Uh, that could be tough. That could be tough. I do appreciate that all of uh, the the people at KSR two are all scarred by Tennessee. We, it, yeah, I think, only two people picked the Cats to beat there, Tennessee. There's just like a something in our brains just does not compute. Even though I do think there will be some backsliding in Knoxville this year. Just because how, how much more efficient can Hinton Hooker be as a passer? Yeah. And also, you lost everybody but Cedric Tillman as your pass catchers. The defense is still going to be the defense. You're going to lose some shootouts. Not going to be watching them play Ball State on SEC Network Thursday night. Not going to. I'll, um, I just think the Tennessee game, I, I think both programs are really pretty equal right now. Talent, depth, coaching, you could, it's kind of probably just pick, pick which coach you prefer but both of them i think pretty solid so i think if that game was in lexington i'd probably pick the cats to win they should have won last year if it's in knoxville i'll probably take tennessee to win if it was neutral i think it's coin flip i think it's coin flip really i think the teams are just 
Pretty even. Who has a better day that day? Whose yeah. injury situation's yeah. better going into that game? There's a lot that uh, there's a lot to take into that. But so, I, it's really what Louisville fans should do with that UK game. I'm just picking Kentucky to win until I'm proven wrong. Yeah. Like I need to see it. Well, but Tennessee and Kentucky much closer than Louisville and and, and the, the thing that's frustrating, I think, is Kentucky fans is you feel the same way about both the Florida and the Tennessee games, where it's kind of pretty evenly matched. It's going to be a close game. Pretty much a toss-up in all circumstances. The frustrating part is that Kentucky has been an overwhelmingly better program over the last five or six years, yeah. but they don't have the wins to show for it. Yeah. That, that That's the part that stinks. But you know what? We're not going to dwell on the losses. We're going to dwell on the excitement of the football games that are to come. we got to get to our daily double break. But I did have some fun updates from uh, Tuesday's Kentucky football Woo. practice with the offense, just how guys are gearing up for the game. Um and we can we got, we got so much to talk about. Football's almost back. One day away. It's going to be awesome. So excited. Hour two coming up next. We've got a full Thornton's text line that we're going to get to. You text it in. We read it on air. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker and Nick yeah. Rouse and Justin K. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call, hour number two. Nick Rouse, TJ Walker, Bustin, Justin, Kalen. I would have been just listening to nothing. For, <laughs> I for was wondering what was happening. Just would have sat in silence there as the 9 o'clock would have rolled by <laughs> and I would have packed up my bag and gone home. Welcome back. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, and Justin Kalen. Fun first hour flew by. Second hour will go even quicker. That's because we're going to read a lot of the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. You text it in, we'll read it on air. Roush, there were was some good news, some bad news with NFL cuts regarding cats. We broke the Lynn Bowden news yep. on the show yesterday. He will sign with somebody else sooner rather than later, I'm sure. At some point, yeah. We'll, we'll get to figuring out. Justin Rigg was another cut, and I thought he got some bad news this morning. Um, the Bengals... Signed O.J. Howard off the waivers after the former, I think he was a first-round pick out of Alabama. He went from the Bucks to the Bills this offseason. They cut him, um, and now the Bengals have signed him. It felt like Rig was just one injury away from getting called up to the active practice squad, and that, that changes things. So um, disappointed to hear that, but I, I think the best news of the day was that Benny Snell is sticking around for one more year, and I was actually talking to Jeff Drummond uh, last night, biggest Pittsburgh Steelers fan I know. Uh, besides you. Besides me, and far, far ahead of Justin Kalen. Um, but How many jerseys you got, Ralph? How many terrible towels you got? I have one of each. <laughs> yes. I'm, I got you, like seven terrible towels. 
All different ones. I got a camo one. Oh. So suck it. Oh, you suck it. Uh, <laughs> but for Benny, the a big reason why he made it is because of special teams. Not just carry. He, he was willing to put his pride aside, get on punt team, get on kickoff team. Not a lot of people are willing to do it. He was willing to go that extra mile, and he did it well. Mm-hmm. And that's why he, he made himself a valuable asset. And I, I think that's why why Tomlin liked him so much coming out of college. Like this guy, he's going to fit the Pittsburgh Steelers culture. And even if he's not getting 20 carries a game, even if it's just a nominal amount, he's going to be making an impact for the Steelers this fall. That's good to hear that he's stepping up in other areas. I, I was surprised that he stuck or that they didn't cut him just I think Pittsburgh fans were thinking after last season it was probably going to be his last season in Pittsburgh, but good for him. I'll still root for him, and uh, you never know. You never know how that stuff's going to work out. The Panthers made a good decision. They keep Bully Ball McCall? They did. Wow. Outstanding. You love to hear it. Um, He he had a sack in his – and, you know, that's another thing too, TJ, that we don't – I don't want to say we don't talk about this enough, but – there is the the value of a nose. You don't realize it uh, until you see them at the NFL level, because nose guards aren't putting up a bunch of stats in college. They just are. No, it's just it's a position that does not lend itself to production in the stat sheet. But Quinn Bohanna and Bully, I mean, they both neither of them have been relegated to practice squad. Uh, that much, and you know, Drew follows the Cowboys pretty closely, and he was sending me updates from training camp. I mean, Bohanna is getting a lot of run with the ones. He's going to play a lot of football for him this fall. So, love to hear Bully sticking around with the team. Um, and I guess does that mean that means Phil Hoskins did not get cut either, right? I think Phil Hoskins is still around as well. Oh man, that's great. Love yeah. to hear it. Yeah, the Carolina Wildcats. Yeah, I was just reading a Panthers tweet. McCall weighs 380, needs to be a defensive tackle, let Hawkins weigh 280 and play defensive end. I don't know about all that. Bully weighing 380? That can't be right. No, he's not that big. <laughs> it's like Vince Wilfork. <laughs> or uh, I mean, what's his I, name I when he, he showed I, up? I uh, bet he's 320 plus. Who is Albert Hainsworth when he showed up to the Washington camp? They gave him a bunch of money and he, had gained, he was like 400 pounds. Oh my gosh, he's 379. Wow. 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 379. Big boy. Can you imagine that? Like, just, I think sometimes we just gloss over professional sports for a second. There is a 379 pound man that is great at, like, agility, pushing, (laughs) strength. He's an athlete at 379 pounds. Athlete. That, I would, I would not have guessed he was 380. Well, he's not, but. 379. That is nuts. It's All right, I guess the Panthers fans know their stuff. Good for them. Let's get to the text line. Any other cuts or anything that we missed? I'm sure we probably did miss somebody. We didn't do it intentionally. Man, I'm so happy for Bully. And Phil Hoskins is still there. Gosh, good for those guys. A texter on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450, says, Similar to killing people on Roller Coaster Tycoon, I would drive backwards on the NASCAR game to wreck all the other cars. Easy win oh, every yeah. time. Oh, yeah. Me and a buddy back in the day, we were like 10 years old. We would race with each other, and one of us would go backwards, one of us would go forwards. And it's uh, The old shake and bake? Yep. And that way, like sometimes you hit them, and sometimes you like narrowly miss. 
Yeah. That's now, a lot of fun. Now the NASCAR games won't let you do that. Boring. Do you play? Do you ever play online? No. I would get smoked. I'm not great. <laughs> I tell my roommate every night I'm I'm the worst video game player on this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> yeah, but you go to that other side, you would be. I'd like, stand a chance. Oh, yeah. no doubt about it. Yeah. Uh, but you beat Trevor in that little video game you all do while you're supposed to be working. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not even close. I put a forty-nine thousand on him this week. His high is like thirty-two thousand. He won't touch it. That's what I like to hear. Frickin' Pac-Man. That's what I like to hear. I, I am good at Pac-Man. I'll give myself a pat on the back for that one. Uh, Pac-Man weirdly makes me a little nervous. One of the few Same. video games where I get like a little anxiety. I, I agree yeah, with you. Yeah. It's them damn Because sometimes ghosts. I think the computer just decides, like, we're getting you, buddy. Well, I think <laughs> it's not just like random direction anymore. Like, I'm coming. We're, we're surrounding your ass. Feels like the music really amplifies it, mm-hmm. too. Where That's, it's like, woo, woo, woo. Like, and then, like, know. the pressure when they're ghosts to be like, well, I got to go get fed. Yeah. Daddy's got to eat. And then you don't get enough, and you know that you're just you're done <laughs> after that. That's the key to Pac Man. You got to eat the ghosts. Got to eat the ghosts. A texter says, Will I be able to enjoy my lunch? At Salsaritas with some Thrones radio in a few hours, fellas. Oh, boy. About that. I am just an innocent bystander to all this. Roush texts me, and he'll say, hey, do you want to do podcasts? And I'll say, sure, let's go ahead and do it. I haven't heard from Roush this Well, week. you also were on dad duty yesterday morning, so I figured you were out. I could have done that, it after the show. That, that was that, and that was me assuming. Maybe 9.30-ish. But uh, can't do it after the show today, but could make lunch lunchtime for it or could do it after work today. I will say, admittedly, too. Let's just go to the bar and do it at Scoot's Bar. Have you not watched? No, no, I, I have watched, and I, I love it. But there, is, I don't have the same enthusiasm for it that I that I did when we the first go around. Wow, is this the end of Thrones Radio? No, I, I'm, we can still do it, but I don't have the like. I don't have like hot takes after the show. I'm just like, oh man, this is awesome. I like it. You know what I'm saying? I'm really enjoying it. I get what you're saying. I, well, I. It's hard for My me to have a lot of podcast thoughts. Is that the interesting part of the podcast for for me? The nice part about when we were doing Thrones Radio for Game of Thrones was we we were watching the show. We could kind of talk about what the books did, how the show was different, and where we thought the show was going to go. The show will be different than in House of the Dragon. The show will be different than the books to some degree. They've already had some differences, but the ends will be the same. Like, you're not going to have some character that in the Game of Thrones book right. die, end right. up becoming, like, the king, the and they're going to rewrite right. the, the whole Game of Thrones books. So I think that's what it is for me, is just knowing that, like... And I, I have a pretty good idea on what happens with all these characters, because I'm just familiar with the little Game of Thrones Westeros world, because I'm a nerd. But <laughs> I don't want to spoil it. I don't I, I don't want to come into our Kentucky Thrones radio and be you like... Just spoil the show. Watch these two. Watch these two. <laughs> right. Like, you know... I want to take it as like just the consumer as everybody else is. And it, and it has been fun to consume it like everybody else has. Uh, I really am. Enjoy- I, I think it's like off to a good start. Yeah. Not that I don't have an issue with it here or there. But I think it's off to like, it's going to always be compared to Game of Thrones, understandably so. But for two episodes in, they're doing a good job of like laying down the storyline and all that Loving stuff. Loving the pacing too, where it's like, mm-hmm. we're not going to just bore you yep. and- it's like, no, we're jumping six months ahead. Here's something that happened six months ahead. We're not going to show like this long journey to this spot. We're just here. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's time and place for that stuff, but while we're trying Which, to get our bearings, just, it, let's get to some good juice, let's get to a good plot building, and a little action here and See, there. and that was the problem with the other show at the end. The pacing was off. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you would have one person just go from one place to the other like that, and it's thousands of miles away, and meanwhile, the other ones, they're, like, waiting for a raven to come It'd in. It'd be, like, a a three episodes of them just going, like, two miles. And yeah. be like, okay, and the other person just went across, a, a, like, a sea for right, three miles? Right, yeah, yeah. It was tough. Like, we're messing around in the middle of the, the woods here, or Arya's stuck in that mm-hmm. Stupid house forever. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, so to answer your question, whenever Roush asked me, we'll get it out there. We'll get it up and running. But we did know this year with the kids and uh, football, see, with it being a, a fall show, weirdly, it was never really a fall show for Game of Thrones except for just the final season. We knew that there was going to be some scheduling hiccups, but I'm I'm still down whenever he needs me. Aaron Rodgers, I'm bussing with the boys greater than Aaron Rodgers on Rogan. I didn't see Aaron Rodgers on bussing with the boys. Yeah, not, not a subscriber to either. What's Bussin' with the Boys? It's a little Compton's podcast that he would do with uh, Taylor Luan. Okay. Which uh, apparently he just quit this year. He was like, I got to focus on the team. Which, by the way, Taylor Luan, old. Did you? So he's the oldest tenured player the other day. I did not know this, but they just cut a guy who had played for every single Tennessee Titans head coach. Ever? Wow. Ever. That can't Since sure. they became the Titans, because he first start, got there. I think his name was Brett Karn. Played for Jeff Fisher, who was the OG Titans coach, and he's been there been there since. That is uh, interesting. Pretty pretty wild. A texter says the folks that hate on Joe Rogan have never listened to the to Joe Rogan. Yes, he has controversial people on his podcast, but he tends to fight back on a lot of points his guests bring up. I hate that the media portrays him as some conspiracy theorist because he's far from it. Dude is a legend, and some of the best conversations about things you'd never think of in your everyday life. Not a coincidence. He got a hundred million dollars from Spotify. Yeah, I, uh, of course. Like that was such a funny time in history. Cancel Joe Rogan. Cause he's got a different opinion on medicine than we do. Which is really, st- I'm th- taking my music off this platform. Th- 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 so, Bye. and also the bigger deal you make out of it, the more. Yeah. <laughs> Strike saying. Yep. Yeah. TJ. Madam instead of ma'am. So many people have complained to me as well, so I changed to madame. Yeah, madam. but like... Madame, that, <laughs> may I do your appraisal? Say it, madame, please. I'm not doing that. That's also <laughs> like very... Um, isn't there some... some some Problematic? Yeah. I didn't, can't can't I didn't think loaded? so. I didn't think so. But like, isn't a madam somebody who has, uh, has ladies work for I, I think that that's... When was the last time you heard somebody call somebody a madam outside of that context? Yeah, probably like a show. Yeah, like, like Knives Out. When, when, when Daniel Craig comes in, you're like, Melissa, you madam. You yeah. know, like with... I think big, it's just a very formal, formal... Which, by the way, they're making a new Knives Out, and I'm just going to love it. I love the mystery stuff. The first one was awesome. Yeah. That was just a fun movie. You don't yeah. get stuff like that all that often. Top Gun, just a fun movie. Need more of those. You know, an- another thing we need to... Spend money on comedies. Like, I, scrolling through the old Netflix and seeing, like, mid-2000s comedies. So funny. Ooh, the wife started the Manti Teo documentary, and I was, like, not planning on watching it, but... It's so great. Pretty fascinating. It? Yeah, it's so great. Yeah. Uh, video game guy here. A couple thoughts from yesterday. I would be willing to run the NCAA League. I've set up Madden League for a couple of buddies, too. You might be able to play NCAA on your phone with the control... Cloud gaming is getting really good, depending on internet speed. Oh, that's awesome to hear. I would love that. I've heard... I, I love that the internet just hates on Madden now for sucking. Oh, do they? Yeah, like the I'm so, glitches I'm so and far stuff. out of video game social media that I had no idea that I, that's a thing. I'll just see the random videos of like a glitch where 
got like there's a ball like there was one recently where there was a ball on the ground. It was a fumble, and just people just kept like it was like a, a dog pile of just people falling into each other, just a glitch over and over, and the play just it was never ending. You just had to turn it off. I feel like I had I, I had some funny glitch story. It seemed like the glitches back in the day when I was playing video games was people just couldn't pick up like a fumble. Yeah. Like yeah. a fumble would just be on the ground and the ball would like be in the person, but like halfway out of the person and be like, well, this isn't. That's not realistic. Did you all hear they're bringing NFL blitz back? Ooh. See, and here's But the, they're taking all the violence away. Exactly. Oh. Like you what? can't you can't hit people after plays, which is like what Oh my goodness gracious. It's a video game. Yeah, exactly. Not real. <laughs> and 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 that's the point that I, I think that's so dumb. Well, the it's, NFL said they couldn't bring it back unless they changed it. Right. That was the only way they would give them their license. Make a knockoff. Call but, it call it the AEFL. But, but like the the you need to fill that void because not like I just want to play a game to have fun. Like that's like having a racing game, but you only have a NASCAR. You don't have a Mario Kart. Like, no, I want to play the arcade fun style. We're not right? hitting people with green shells in this game, and the blue spiked ones are out. Too yeah, dangerous. Yeah, come on. We can't is... have people just throwing banana peels on the road. It's going to send a bad message want, to the kids. I want to have a, a, a guy play with a giant big head. Mm-hmm. And I want the commentators to say, he ripped his head off. Yeah, it so fun. much fun. It was so much the fun. The ball's on fire? I just need to get this out there. I said it on a bachelor party recently, and it didn't go over well. But just so everybody knows, I cannot be beaten in Blitz in a series. I can't be beaten in N64 Mario Kart in a series. And that's it. See, I, For I, N64. I, that's where I'll challenge you in Blitz. I'm a very good Blitz player. Yeah. I was the best Blitz player of my friends. Mario Kart, I can understand. I've got I've got Blitz, an N64 got we could play during the show tomorrow if we wanted to take the time and set it up. Scoots, you think you could run the show for a little bit? Sure. Absolutely. I love Blitz. Never Blitz play was fun. One on one did, you ever play, did you ever play two-on-two Blitz? Yeah, two-on-two Blitz Those is fun. Those were college. But there's also a nights. very much you, – you can get very angry at your teammate. Oh, yeah. Because the – and and also there's a, an element of button mashing where sometimes the just the ball starts laddering like crazy and you're like what the hell is going on here? Oh, we have Blitz has a thing that I can't say on air what we call it, but we call it the the F factor where if you're up in Blitz, they try oh. to let the other team come back. It's the same thing with Mario Kart where oh, yeah. you get yeah. a lightning. If yeah. you're down big, you get a lightning. You go from seventh to second. But like in Blitz, you'll be up by like 14 and just, just every turnovers. It'll just be a turnover, turnover every time city. until the other person comes back. God. I kind of like that. It's fun, but it's it can be so damn infuriating. It is. Uh, Texter says, if we do set up a league, hopefully it's cross-platform, so it won't matter if you're on PC, Xbox, or PlayStation. I think it'll... It will because a lot of games are doing cross-platform now. That's great. I didn't know that that technology it was was a thing. I figured it probably would be at this point, but yeah. All right, so we, we got a summer to think about this stuff for the Dynasty mode for NCAA video games. TJ, that technology's been a thing for like close to 10 years probably. Great. Oh, uh, well, sick brag. <laughs> Haven't been playing video games for 10 years. <laughs> There's also a goat simulator, power wash simulator, farm simulator, and lawnmower simulator. Have you ever heard of people doing second life stuff in a game? Those are the weirdos. Sign me up for Power Wash Simulator. That sounds oddly satisfying. What about just a real Power Wash? Could you just come yeah. to my house? Oh, I like Power Wash. Yeah. If you got one, yeah, I'll come do it. I would like a fixing a toilet simulator. I could Ooh, learn from that. You got you got a... <laughs> is it the, the, the back of it? The guts? You need all, new guts? All, all our toilets are just... We just need to replace our toilets. Yeah, but you only need to replace the guts is what I've learned. You no. don't need to do the whole porcelain thing. These are old porcelain toilets. I just... I'm ready to get rid of them. Ooh, you should upgrade to a bidet in one of them. 
A Jeff Bidette? Yep. I'm in. Very, very nice. It'll change your life. A texter uh, emulating a conversation. KRC. Hey, TJ, what's the best way to sneak in? Oh, they're just saying this is for KRC. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. Hey, TJ, what's the best way to sneak in shooters to the Krogue? Waistband tuck? Hiding in a lady friend's bazookas? Let me know. You can't go wrong with the bazooka trick. Yeah. But the good news is the Krogue, they're not strict on it. Socks are great. If you're wearing pa- pants, socks with pants. I'm your expert on this stuff. That is the easiest way to get in, like a tall boy, a flask, whatever. It, it, for, it form fits. It's great. Uh, another thing is... Do they don't com- check uh, boots or anything anymore? No. That was, it was a... No, granted, like that was a pull student, up your pants and that show That was socks. the student gate. Probably so. Yeah, and, they, they've never done that yeah, for me. Yeah. Um, another thing is like compression shorts. You can get stuff in the side of your pants. Roush, you've always said you've got a ton guy. of room in the crotch, so you store like a six-pack down there, you said. <laughs> right? Isn't that right? Going into the press box? A lot of empty space. A lot of empty space. A lot of room for, for spots. <laughs> For beers, for anything. Um, I just that was such an easy low hanging fruit joke, but that was great. The, I, I, I appreciate it. Socks and pants are the way to go. No. and then also back of belt, back yeah. and then tuck the, the shirt top. over top of it because they're not looking at your behind when you go by. Once mm. you're in, you're in. Yep. Well, maybe I can't. For me, they do. <laughs> I, I've this got the right. best one. Oh, does Kentucky have any players with long hair that we know of? Uh, yeah, uh, they have Plenty like eighty. Of them. Five people on the team. All right. so somebody's got long hair. So you find one of the guys that has like long hair. Sorry, you, terrible. You wear a ho- you wear a hoodie. Throw all the shooters in the hood of your hoodie, and then cover it with the hair. I've done the ho- in the back of hoodie trick before. The hair stuff is just ridiculous. Well, me, that's how we got we got a ton of beer. And the first Steelers game we ever went to, Troy Palomalu. <laughs> my dad had his wig, so he just threw it over his hoodie, and we had all <laughs> kinds of beer in his freaking hood of his hoodie. Uh, the people awesome. that sneak in booze to places that sell booze, it, it seems like you're just doing it for sport. Us at UK Games, we are just trying to survive. We're, well. we're doing this. You all do it for fun. We're doing it as our only way to have any sort of alcohol in that place because Mitch Barnhart's a goober. Mm, what a goober. What a goober. Our texters aren't goobers, though. You people are great. Mm-hmm. Texting in the Thornton's text line at 502-414-1450. You know what else is great, TJ? What? Shady Rays. They really are. I've got some on top of my head right now. Yeah, they're really good looking. And here's the thing, too. I appreciate the like, – I, I like that I can change up my sunglasses for my style. Really, really puts an extra pep in my stuff. Shady Rays, they've got a ton of different styles. Uh, I, I have some of the big kind of blue blockers, if you will, but I also have the more stylish kind of wired ones. Uh, just they, they, you, you want them, they got them there, and you use the promo code Big X, and you're going to get a ton of money off your order at shadyrays.com. We're going to to the Big X Golf Scramble on Friday. It'll change your life. And you know what? If you lose them on the golf course, if you break them, Mm -hmm. easy replacement pair process. Shady Rays, they are the best of the best. They are. We'll have some out on Friday at Elk Run. We'll be giving some away as well. And just know any that we do give away, I end up doing the replacement pair for those. So I am not actually giving away any of my own sunglasses because Shady Rays just gives them right back to me. So (laughs) there's a little inside baseball there. A texter says, TJ, just wanted to be clear. Is our team name the Plumley Bros set in stone? Would love for that to be on the leaderboard so KRC knows what's really popping. Although I will say our squad will probably be towards the end of the leaderboard. (laughs) 
(laughs) (laughs) But the gang is super excited to rip them on Friday. I have a group of two buddies coming in from Lex for the scramble. It's going to be a great time. That's awesome, Plumley bro. Glad you got some people coming in. the, The people that have reached out, some longtime KRC listeners, uh, much appreciated. A shout out to Rocket City Rob, who fell off a roof. What? So is that what he was? Uh, is that what he was banged up for? Yeah, he was banged wow. up. He he still says he's going to try to make it to the golf scramble, uh, but if not, that will be the reason why. But yeah, it's going to be a good crowd out there. We do have your team name down as the Plumley Bros. I was writing. I was just making team names for people that weren't giving them to me. Um, so like for example. I, Mook's team is called the Mookie Monster. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that is great, Mook. Um, we, uh, Luke, Luke Sparks' team name is Sparks at the Park. I just made that one up. Uh, Joey David, his team name is Joey's Cubs. Ooh, I was he, may, he may have made should, that one up himself. Should be David and the Goliaths. Brian Arnold's team is called Hey, Brian Arnold. <laughs> that's awesome we'll be right back this is kentucky roll call on big exports radio we're going to finish up the thornton's text line when we return tj walker nick roush and justin kalen on big exports radio if i had a million dollars Welcome back. One final segment of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen on your Wednesday edition. We appreciate you tuning in. Kentucky Roll Call goes 7 to 9 Monday through Friday, 9 to 11. Had somebody ask yesterday, how can I get more of the show? Well, the podcast, uh, if you want to listen to the show twice, just search for Kentucky Roll Call. Only show on Big X that has a replay, not a huge deal. And secondly, or thirdly, or whatever number I'm on on this, we have a Facebook page, we have a Twitter community page, so there are some ways to get a little extra KRC. It's almost the calm before the storm. Both those pages are a little quiet, but I know once the season starts, woo, it's going to be active, exciting, We'll get the Picks of the Week, the unsponsored Picks of the Week segment. If you want to sponsor that, we'll get that going on Friday. I will tell Adam Luckett is welcome to come back as the guest picker, but he's got to show up to Elk Run on Friday, do him live, and face mm. face the people for last year's travesty 12-30 and 30 season. Or... I was thinking, since Trevor will likely be there, have Trevor do Adam's picks, and that would be the ultimate punishment because that'll get him off to the same start he got off to last year. Yeah, it could only help him, really, <laughs> if we're being honest. But, yeah, um, we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out. He's, I would like Luckett to be the, the picker, give him some redemption on last year. But we got to figure out what we do on Friday. I guess we could always just get his picks. 
you see the Alfredo spill on I-55 in Memphis? I did. There was also a tomato spill somewhere. Less tragic than a Bud Light spill. The Bud Light spill in Louisville. Two of them. There's been two this summer. One was a platinum truck. One was just regular Bud Light. This story sounds made up. It's 100% true, but it was Oaks Day. Could have been Derby Day. It was one of those two days. And we're driving down to our tailgating spot to go to the track. We, my, my buddies had a lot down there that they'd park cars on, and we would just kind of tailgate all day. Sometimes we'd go in. Sometimes we wouldn't. We're driving on Eastern Parkway. Some beer truck turned onto Eastern Parkway. Their, their, the back of their truck wasn't closed all the way, and multiple kegs fell out. So yeah, we went and scooped one, took it. We couldn't get two. We didn't have time. Say, didn't have the manpower have to have You really got but, one? Yeah, we got That's one. And awesome. other cars were like stopping and grabbing them themselves. The truck didn't know he had spilled. He had he had lost his load. He when just was kept this? Going. This was probably 2013. That's awesome. Yeah, 2014 maybe. A long time ago. Newly 21 too. <laughs> That's like <sighs> gold. Oh, it was like it was just like the the gods are smiling on us today for for Derby weekend. It was it was amazing. Yeah, the Bud Light spill, Alfredo spill, a lot of spills. Always like the well, I don't like it because usually like an animal will die or two. Um, although, I guess where they're heading is not the best spot. But like when chickens get loose on the highway, or the pigs, or pigs, yeah, and it's just like we have the three are still on the loose. The pigs thing was wild. Yeah, it was. But sadly, I think like a lot of pigs died. But again, they were going to the slaughterhouse. Did you see the class action lawsuit against Butchertown? Or against the city, I guess, for Butchertown or the meat plant in Butchertown? Because it stinks? Yeah. Yeah, I have seen that. I just wonder how that works. You all moved there. You knew what you were signing yeah, up for. That's kind of what my like, theory Like, <laughs> Butcher, this just didn't happen yesterday. It's like somebody moving to where they're building Top Golf now and trying to get in on the lights are too bright and it's too loud. Situation. Don't give those like, old farts you, any ideas. You scoops. know what you're signing up for. Do not give those old farts any ideas. Speaking of Top Golf, looking good. It is looking good. Ah, so bright. I can hear they, they're doing so some loud. test runs on music. I can hear it from my house in London. Yeah, it's it's absolutely crazy. I, I was wondering what I heard at the hotel yesterday, but now it makes sense now. But you can see the like you know the big net the net wire pulls yep. from from the waters, and it's cool. It's that good for Louisville. Should have happened seven years ago. Absolutely outlandish. It didn't. Continue with the text line, Roush. You still doing get finishing some work? No, no, still doing it. It's I. I'm very frustrated with uh, uh, some folks at uh, the national site right now. Oh, yeah, boy. What happened? Yeah. Just not doing the work I asked them to do. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Fire them. Might, might just have to. Uh, but part of my frustration is it got a lot of good stuff yesterday at practice, and it just wasn't getting posted. Like, mm-hmm. here's the go. Go throw it up. Three hours later, it's like, okay, I guess I'll do it myself. Um, so I did, I put those videos up, but it was, it was a fun time at practice yesterday because there was a buzz in the air during camp. You can only do so many camp stories. Now that game week's here, there is, you get to talk about the actual game coming up and naturally there's going to be some nerves for some young guys. Um, Eli Cox is one of the few that has played in these big moments at Kroger field. He's like, the biggest thing is just making sure that we remain calm. Right, like for me, if I'm calm, then they'll be calm. And for the most part, once the game gets started and you hit somebody once, a lot of those nerves start to go away. Um, but as Rich Scangarello said, you, you really don't know how people are going to react until you turn the lights on. Some react better, 
You know, some of them are just gamers. Some might be worse, um, worse off for the wear. But uh, Scott Woodward, his tip to to the young guys, he he played a Ted Lasso clip who said, "Hey, just be a goldfish out there, happiest animal on the planet." Ten second memory, boom, it's gone. You got to move on to the next. Respond to adversity. Move on to the next. Do you have any takes on the captains being announced? A lot of captains. Which is how they've done it. I'm, I'm wondering if there's like a vote threshold. Like if you get X amount of votes and you You're get to be a, a captain. captain. Is uh, Horsey suspended this week? He's just hurt. Oh, okay. I think that's why they put him on the depth chart to make it a point that he's not suspended, but, but he's going to be hurt and yeah. not play. Is but, it weird that C-Rod's a captain? No. Being suspended? Because I don't like... The Louisville folks are loving the fact that two suspended players as captains. Ooh. Well, and... The more I think back on Mark Stoops' Monday press conference, the more it, he's making it abundantly clear that the, especially with the captain's news, he's like, they aren't in trouble according to the football team. Like, we are, we're happy with them. It's other people that are making them in trouble and not playing. We love these guys. They're the best. And we would play them if we could. And, all, and another thing, like, while it is, you know, if I were picking captains, would I go Chris Rodriguez? I don't know. I'm not a practice every day, but the players are deciding this stuff. These are the, who they want to be their leaders or who are they determining their leaders on the field. So have have your laughs, everybody. There will be a price to pay once the season starts. The Big 12 and its TV partners, Fox and ESPN, have agreed to enter early contract discussions about the league's next television deal. The conversation will begin soon and come a year and a half before the contract's exclusive negotiation window. Big 12 making a move, taking a little bit of leverage that maybe the Pac-12 had and said, nope, well, no leverage Hmm. for you, Pac-12. So not good news for the Pac-12, good news for the Big 12. Just a little... Conference realignment update there. A texter, not just a texter, it's Beezy. Hey, Beezy. Hey, guys, he says, we're all reality TV aficionados here, so I wanted to know, have you all seen the new show Snake in the Grass? Last night's episode was Survivor vs. Big Brother. No, I'm Snake not sure the... I've even heard of it. Really? Yeah. I've definitely heard it. I think Malcolm's on there. Remember Malcolm from Survivor? Or What's maybe it on? Maybe it was Joe. Malcolm and Joe always. Actually, I think I saw same. an ad for it, and yeah. I was like, oh, so we've got another where we're just going to recycle our reality stars show. Beasy, let me it's, know. It's, uh, I think they have one person that their job is to sabotage the show or something like that. Yeah, I think that's the, it makes, the premise. It's not more than a fancy name. He says, pretty good, 7 out of 10. Bobby Bones just has the driest personality of any TV show guy I've ever seen make it so big. I'm, I'm totally so unfamiliar with Bobby Bones. I don't know if I've ever heard him do anything. Really? So I can't, yeah. I mean, I'm sure I probably have somewhere along the lines, but I can't think of what. He's just I heart National listen Country. To... You probably don't listen to National Country. Mm-mm. Especially, like, I think he's a morning show guy. Yeah. So why would you be listening to Bobby Bones when you can listen to Kentucky Roll Call? Exactly. Turn on, turn on 97.5 on your way home, TJ. He is boring. Is that him? That's him. Oh, then yeah. I have heard him. Yeah. Okay. He has Lunchbox and all of them. Yeah. You've God, heard him. God, yeah, I have heard him, but I don't. I don't think I like listen to his show or listen to his content. Uh, maybe I don't know, BZ. I may have to catch that in season two if it makes it. Too much TV right now. Football starting. Not a good time to be adding. No, to no, the no. Arsenal. Horrible time to be adding to the Arsenal. Kirby has something to say. Was Roush giving Obama props for remembering who Aaron Rodgers was? <laughs> he was just saying that, like people who can remember. 
yeah. specific details I, and I, for and I, encounters. Kirby, I came back at him. I was like, well, Aaron Rodgers, probably between yeah, two, 2010 and 2016, <laughs> easy to remember. But it was an overall bigger point that right, I think right, was yeah. trying to, to express. <laughs> wow, can you believe that Obama knows who LeBron James is? Wow. <laughs> just, just incredible. Uh, Which, that, by the way, did you see the LeBron Sports Illustrated sheesh. thing with his sons? No. Well, I saw that he wants to like play into his mid forties or something. He not only wants no. to play with Bronny, but he wants to play with Bryce too. Yeah, who's a got, freshman in high school. He's got a picture. Bryce is apparently better than Bronny. Yeah, as I've well. heard that too. Uh, but there's they're doing a Sports Illustrated cover, and LeBron is wearing a sweatshirt with his first Sports Illustrated cover on the front of it. Hmm. Really giving the LeBron haters ammunition. <laughs> really not doing anything to take the foot off the gas. Good for LeBron. What I'm going to be interested in most when, with LeBron is how he's, and it's already happening, how he starts to, like, I'm not the guy. Now I'm a role player. Now I'm Vince Carter. I'm a bench player. Like, does he do that? or He'll never be a bench player. Like he won't allow himself to be a bench player. I just don't see that happening. I mean, if he's forty five, maybe if he years gets, old, maybe in the if NBA, he plays, he to will 45. be a bench player. Yeah, maybe if he plays to forty five, like it will. But maybe he'll just say like, if that if ever comes to that, I'm out. That's when I know I need to go. But he's also, I mean, you can make a case that's not even the. It's not that way right now. But not the best player on the floor. Then it turns into not one of the better players on the floor. Then you go to the bench. I wonder how he'll handle that. Uh, Texter says, A new DG Avanta first-person drone is great, and the whole kit is $1,100. $1,100, if it's anything like what they did in that UK football practice facility, that that is absolutely reasonable. Did you see the guy fly his drone into a volcano, and then he filmed his drone with a drone flying it into a volcano so he'd get the footage of like the lava getting it? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Again. That volcano in Iceland is pretty nuts right now. It's just a falling volcano. Mm-hmm. You can go see it if I'd you want. I'd say Iceland is like top five places I'd like to go. It's also pretty cheap to get there now. Like so Cincinnati, too. you can fly there inexpensively. I think people are starting to notice, though. Alex from Colga here. Oh, hey, Alex. <coughs> to add to the texture's point about Stoop seemingly not condemning what Jordan Wright and Sierra did, the plot there seems to thicken that those two are also picked as team captains. Call me old-fashioned, but that title is typically reserved for leaders and good representatives of the program. To me, this further communicates that this is seemingly out of Stoops' hands, and I, too, will January 6th the hell out of Mitch's <laughs> office, bison hat and all, if he screws this up with Stoops. That is a very good point that, um, like, I, Stoops certainly could have packaged his message Monday much clearer, but he did, all of that confusion makes it a point that, like, this is out of his hands, out of his control. Also, you brought up the January 6th thing. It made me think. Rand Paul and his recent ad said, like, we need to fight to win back our country. And then you have President Biden calling the Republican semi-fascist. Can we just – can everybody just chill out? Can we, like, stop? Like, we need to go fight for our – like, can everybody, can, what if we were just like, I'm going to win votes with dialogue and convincing people I've got good ideas? Instead of they're the most racist people in the world, and these people over here are trying to storm the Capitol again. Part two. Everybody just, just chill out. Just cause and divide. That's all it's doing. And secondly, but we will we will storm Mitch's office peacefully if he screws this up with soups. We'll, we'll, we will storm his email inbox, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> A texter sends in, sends in an on-three graphic 
and says, Alex again, Roush, buddy, your daddy company is going to look me in the windows of my soul and, one, tell me that Will Levis is not a top-10 QB headed into week one, and, two, the Coastal Carolinas QB is somehow is? Erroneous. Erroneous on all accounts. Yeah, that's um, that's a bad list. But people people are very – if you, the people McCall. on this list are – like it's just a different order of the list that I typically see. Tyler Van Dyke, get the hell out of here. Cameron Rye, I'm just, my brother texted me, he was like, I'm going to unload on Florida against Utah. I don't know if I'm going to unload on it, but I also think Florida's going to win that game. It's kind of crazy. They're, they're underdogs. But Grayson McCall, number three quarterback in college football, according to On3. You guys may or may not have already mentioned this, but how is the score tracked in a golf in a big golf scramble? So you just keep your own score. And just hope people and, don't cheat. But and, there are a lot of cheaters there out there. And, are, and, and Trevor's going to be looking for y'all. And don't – don't like it, it takes away the fun of it, right? I just think if you cheat, you're a loser. I just think if you cheat, you're a loser. Yeah, it, okay. Is somebody going to take a, an extra practice shot from time to time? Sure. Right? But you don't use that ball, oh, and you don't just fudge your numbers, right? Like My buddy Clay V116 is the biggest scramble cheater guy. in the world. He'll like go, like, hey – this putt is five feet from the pin, and his is like 20. And he'll be like, all right, I'm just hitting my ball over towards your all's ball. Oh, it's just going towards the cup. Oh, this one, that, that went in. We're using that one, right? We were going to use that one. It went in. Or like, hey, my ball's just right off the green. We're on the green, but I'm just going to chip this one for fun. Oh, we it made went it. In? Oh, we were going to chip this one, yeah. right? Yeah, don't do that. Don't yeah. be Clay B116. I did that a couple times in my last golf scramble. Chipped off the green. Goes in and counts. How do you feel about this? <laughs> but I didn't make any. The old, hey, we're lined up for our putt. It's like an eight-footer. Our buddy's on the other side of the green. He gets his ball to pick it up. He's not putting it, but he He's... just rolls it over to you all just to get the ball. You know, you all line up my ball for me. I'm going to roll it over to you so you get to read the green. <laughs> that's a gray area. That is yeah, gray yeah, no, area. that's definitely a gray area. That's a gray yeah, area. Yeah. I don't know the ruling on that. Yeah. but uh, You're just I rolling mean, it over there. Yeah. If you... <laughs> but the big thing is there are people out there that will play golf scrambles and just write stuff. Like, they won't even yes. – they just write stuff down. And they it's will. so infuriating. I think as long as on the rolling one – if you're, as long as you're not rolling from the angle where your putt is, I think it's fine. Our buddy Matt Sack has a spike ball tournament tonight. Spike ball, quite the workout. Did you ever get into spike ball? Not familiar? No, I've never played it, though. I've seen it. That That's one of those things that, like, it became popular past Our, my, yeah. yeah. It's, it's big, fun. It's big with the youths. It's fun. It's hard, but it is a workout. It's a lot of, a lot of moving. Good time. A texter says, uh, but it's not like a tailgate game because you just get entirely too sweaty. Like it's not just, you know, beer die or beer pong. A texter says, does the scramble provide each team with a bucket of range balls before the round or would that be extra? All good if it is, but just curious. I don't know also, the range situation yeah, out there or not. Most they, places don't have driving ranges. They do not have a range. They <laughs> have a net you can hit into. Most of the uh, m- most of the golf courses I play do not have driving ranges. Suck it in turn, Jacob. Country club. Also, will there be a time during breaks for listeners to shoot the shoot with you fellas? Dumb excited. Yeah, after during breaks, we'll talk. And then, so I, I was going to do this more tomorrow, but we'll do the show. Some people will probably be practicing, not listening. That's totally fine. Some people may be listening and hanging out. That's also fine. But after we do the show, I have to make a few announcements. It's going to take two to three minutes. Then we're off. So don't, like, right at 9 o'clock, don't go to your cart and go to your hole. We will release you. 
we'll have everybody there. We're going to let the the pro at Elk Run say a few words as well. And then it's I love the stampede of a shotgun oh, start where so all the carts fun. are like, take off, boys. Yeah. Feels like you're Jon Snow and with then, the cow. Where are we going? stomping on that gas mm-hmm. as fast as you can. Ah. Yeah, we probably need to tell them what hole we want to start on. Should we just start at one since we're no, the big wigs? No, absolutely not. Oh, Justin's got heaven, it planned out. I've, I've got a great plan for us. What What is it? Fifth, hole 15. Start straight, on 15? Straight par four. Then you get another easy par four after that. Then you get a somewhat long par three. And then another easy par, or two more easy par fours before your first par five. So par first par five on hole six. Beautiful. But that's right when probably the beers are going to be setting in. Eh, maybe. Friday's going to be a long day. I don't think I'm going to be able be to have so a, fun. A, a, the, a, a booze scramble. I'll have to drink early with a game that night. <laughs> I'll be slamming them early in the scramble. <laughs> <laughs> There's just... Something I'll tell you off there. A text there five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Also, is there? Or excuse me, with Roush going to? Oh my goodness gracious! If this jumps on me one more time, which team do you think will have a higher percentage of top fifteen games this year? The basketball or football team? Well, there's only twelve. But it's percent. But percentage. Basketball. Yeah, yeah, the SEC is going to be good in the non-conference schedule. Yeah, it's going to be basketball because, like, at, at best, it's probably what like twenty-five percent for football. Mm-hmm. Maybe best. maybe thirty if you include the bowl game, right? So yeah, I I can see the basketball at almost like forty percent of their games being top twenty-five opponents. Because he, like, he said top fifteen. And oh, he said fifteen. Top fifteen <sighs> and percentage-wise. But fifteen basketball, though, you're playing so many bums. You're going to be playing Georgia, maybe Tennessee. That's it. Yeah, maybe a bowl game. That's what I mean. Yeah, so it, it's going to be very low for fifteen. Twenty five is different, but it's a good question. Because uh, Arkansas is going to be probably in the fringe in basketball, right? Um, like some of those SEC teams, they're going to be top twenty five, but are they top fifteen? You know, uh, yeah. Good question, though, Texture. With Roush going to a nil events lately, how would you guess UK's nil presence compares with the rest of the SEC and all Power Five? Below average, middle of the pack, above average. Also, is there a UK collective that common fans can contribute to, or is it only for business owners? Um, first things first, uh, UK sucks at nil, so no, you can't contribute directly. Um, if you have any complaints, write an email to JMI Sports and tell them you're terrible. Uh, if there's any problems, we're blaming a lot on Mitch, but JMI deserves a lot of this. Uh, they're well, the made, reasons who, for who a lot of problems. made the deal problems. with JMI? Uh, Mitch. And the reason why they suck so much is because UK is JMI's only client. Learfield has like 100. You know, they don't really care. But Kentucky is JMI's cash cow. They don't exist without Kentucky. So we thought it was a good idea at the time. Like, oh, so they're going to get all the attention. Like, There's so no. much money. Yeah, but it's still just horrific idea. They're, they see it as a zero-sum game. They're putting up as many roadblocks as possible. Um, their nil is decent, but it's not as good as it should be. If that, it's like, not what it, we want to hear. It's fine, but it's not as good as it should be because fans can't just throw cash into something. Mm-hmm. I will say there there are some things out there where they're like like there's a yoke nil, a yoke based yoke is a national company that has a bunch of different collectives. Stay away from those. They're all bad. They uh, I had somebody from yoke like slot in my DMs. Why is this your opinion? And I just didn't even want to have the time to bother with them. But they're very big on we're gonna take as much money we can. From as many schools as possible. Uh, they take a lot off the top. There's really only one that's unprofitable, so stay away from those. So, long story short, nil is okay, but 
um, JMI is going to keep Kentucky from reaching its maximum potential. Texter says, I like Purdue's spread and their money line a lot, but Dockage says he does too, and he's a goober. No, he is a goober. That's... I think I, I think it'll be a good game. It'll be really fun. I'll be rooting for Purdue, but I think Penn State wins, uh, wins by a touchdown. Morning, fellas. Got me some bad news yesterday. I was diagnosed with updog. Wait, 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 only wait. What's updog? The only thing that could have made my day better was an episode of Kentucky Thrones Radio, and Roush lied and guaranteed to be up by lunch on Tuesday. There's no way my boy TJ would do me dirty like that. Liar, liar, plants for hire. No, no, not a boo-boo. Stick your head in doo-doo. Roush, liar. Mm, big, big liar. <laughs> big liar. Stick my head in doo-doo. That's a really good text. <laughs> I heard Scoots has never been to Lex Vegas. I have a six-person box, second level, 30 yards before finish line. Would the Big X crew want a Thursday for the fall meet? Yes. Come on. Hell yeah, we would. I'm in. When's the October for the fall meet? That'd be fun. Right when my child is arriving. God. We'll take Jacob, oh, we'll take Jacob in your place. Yeah, we'll just have to have some fun with the intern. <laughs> Ooh, the inter- we can make the intern have to drive us around. <laughs> Be f- oh, but he's not allowed to drive with his wrist. <laughs> <laughs> only, only golf balls. <laughs> Among the prizes of the golf scramble, is there a chance to win a night out on the town with the Nick Roush? I want the ex-intern Jacob experience. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> we are going to do a what, – what's it called? Were you, Honestly, we, we're going to do a man if, raffle. If we, did a, if we did a poker night with – like, that is – that's where – well, on the Patreon we had, you could pay $500 and get to spend a day at Trevor's house, which, by the way, not worth in it. the last couple months, I, I poked my head back inside Trevor's house. I, I think there's more than the asbestos he needs to worry about. <laughs> John here. Good morning, everyone. Okay, this week needs to keep moving fast. I have the scramble Friday, and then on Saturday, the Cats play, and Sunday is my fantasy draft. I'm off on Monday. Guys, I will have close to a two-hour drive to the scramble, but it's well worth it. Tell me, how long will the event be, and is there a place nearby that I should do a food food review while I'm there? We'll got to go talk to you later. Well, I mean, besides, obviously, our sponsors, John, you got to go help them out. I'd love to see John do a a ghost pepper cheeseburger Kearns review. That would be a lot of fun. And they're chilly just because I always talk about it. Um, and secondly, the if, we, if we start at 9.30, we'd be done by 2.30. Yeah. So it, it's going to take up your afternoon. Yeah, I don't know a lot of things around uh, Jeffersonville High School, though. I would just suggest Culver's. If you don't have Culver's in Evansville, mm. I love that your suggestion is a national fast food chain. Yeah, Scoots. yeah it's great. Like, what it's great. a God. Scoots, grow up. You really just do. Grow, grow the hell up. Got to grow up a little bit. I heard that Scoots has never been. Oh, we got that one. Uh, I know you suck it, but what am suck it? Scoots gambling picks from last year hurt. Can I interest you all in some copper pipes? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good text. Robert, hey, Robert. Cheese and rice, Nick. It's Brett. Kern, Kern, also busting with the boys is my second favorite podcast after yours. Thanks, Robert. That's really nice. Taylor didn't quit the podcast. He never does it during the season. He returns once the season's over. I didn't Ooh, know this was sorry, a Sorry, Robert. I got your Titans wrong. <laughs> Titans, you're on the way down, all right? I'm sorry, but it's the Colts' time to shine. You're losing the division. Might not even make the playoffs, Robert. Suck it. Pro Rogan here, too. Been a listener for 10 years. 10 years. Wow. A long time. They don't make those good comedies anymore. Sucks, but they're too controversial and risky for the scaredy cat money folks. The big thing is, is they just don't make the money. 
like they used to. Because their comedy's not as good. Because yeah. they felt like you, there's certain lines no more. Like the we've talked about this. The yeah. Office isn't going to be the Office first Man, few seasons. I no chance. I watched the Dundies the other day. God, there's so many jokes God, like, so well, funny. you can't make these yeah. anymore. Power Wash Sims is wonderful, Scoots, and cross-platform just started to become a thing a few years yes. ago. Wow! Yeah. Suck it, Scooter! Suck it! It's been at least five or six. You oh, said ten. So, back, 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 back. I said maybe close to ten. <laughs> <laughs> Grand Theft Auto to you can pick up uh, ladies of the night, and you can also kill people on the street. But no late hits in NFL Blitz. Makes sense. Because nobody owns Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto is not a league. Oh, although didn't Grand Theft Auto, who is the people that make Grand Theft Auto? Uh, Rockstar. 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 Didn't they say, like, we're going to clean it up? Did they? I, yeah. I thought I saw something. That'd be like really that. unfortunate. It'd be a real shame. John here again. Hey, TJ. Uh, in the words of Doc Ho- Holliday, <laughs> I'm your Huckleberry. When it comes to NFL Blitz and Mario Kart, let's throw in NBA Jam, and I would also be victorious. Well, wow. I've got to go talk to you. In- NBA Jam, I fully admit I'm not as good as I'd like to be. But part of the issue was my other friends were just so damn good. I. Like, I wouldn't even be able to get on the sticks. I wasn't one of the best ones to even get a chance to, to learn. That so. was also a few years before our prime. It was. Yeah, because that was like Super the, Nintendo mm-hmm. instead of, or, or Sega Genesis instead of 64. But N64, Mario Kart, or N64 Blitz, I will take on any and everybody. And again, like, I'm not probably going to win every race, but if we do a marathon, I'll win. At Blitz, I'm not saying I can't be beaten, but if we did, like, a best of three, I would guarantee, you know, a win. Uh, that's just the facts. I don't watch many reality shows. Was into the first-gen shows on MTV and Survivor Big Brother years ago, but this surviving Barstool show is entertaining the hell out of me. It's pretty fun. Haven't watched an episode. I had heard bad things about it. This is actually one of the first good things I've heard about it. Hmm. I was willing to kind of give it a shot, but again, it's getting to crunch time of TV shows. With sports coming back, yep. some of those nonsense shows take a, take a hit. Sounds like it's going to be a quote-unquote gray area kind of scramble. I am going to assume cheating from any winning team. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good – like, whoever wins, we just – it's a witch hunt. Cheaters! The thing is, though, any team that does win a scramble, it crosses the minds of people. Yeah. Like, uh, you probably cheated, didn't you? We should just start didn't a chant you? when the scramble's over. The only the thing I can scores. guarantee to the most of my control, our team will not cheat. No. I don't think highly of cheaters. The worst is, though, having to take a bogey on a golf scramble. Oh, it, God. You are yeah, like, deflating. should we cheat? Should we cheat? <laughs> No. So you, you save your mulligan for. Almost time to start our SEC East Championship season, boys. Enjoy the ride. I'll see you all in Atlanta. Man, see you I there. So. I, I got to watch the Cats in Atlanta someday. Catlanta. Cat Atlanta. Have you all gotten around to trying Toasties yet? It's my favorite burger in the city. Suck it, Roush Liar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Toasties is. Hadn't heard it. Uh, here they have good toast. <laughs> okay. Everybody have a great Wednesday. Gosh, we got football tomorrow. We got football tomorrow. It's going to be a fun show. And we will see you all then, and we'll actually quite literally see a lot of you all on Friday. So exciting two days left of the week for Kentucky Roll Call. Enjoy all the other programming the Big X has to offer today, and we'll see you at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin I keep hearing that money is the root of all evil, and you can't fit a camel through the eye of a needle. I'm sure that's probably true. But it still sounds pretty cool Cause it could buy me a boat It could buy me a truck